Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the program. Welcome. Are we locked up? Are we moving? I'm moving. I'm moving. There we go. Well, on. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness this is our first time doing this. And yes. uh, yeah, okay. I, so just found a, I just found another screw that looks very important. That is amazing. Justin, uh, the ism can't. Uh, our fabulous Jackie, the Atlantic Connector. And as I said before, but hopefully, you heard Thor, your host, is Union of the Unknowns Mamas. And this is a, a um, unprecedented episode today as we are live, <laughs> live streaming on Twitter and Twitter. And now Rumble, and Rumble. just came up on Rumble. And should be on Rockfin as well. Rockfin. I hope so. Yep, let me see if I got the notification for it. Uno minuto, senor. I did not get the notification, which is extremely rude. Well, um, very disrespectful. Hold on. While I'm explaining exactly what the Notre Mama's news is, I can try to turn this. Uh, no, it's not on. streaming on. Well, I guess we're not up on Rockfin. We'll have to figure that out later. That's okay. But everybody else, welcome. <laughs> Hopefully, we've got whoop, whoop. we've got some chatters. Maybe I don't know, but it, we should oh, be able to shit. see everything that you said. What are you doing, Justin? All right. I'm trying to figure out what this so screw goes to, and I think it might go to this desk. So if you hear me crash yeah. and burn. Not only do they get a live, but they get a whole bonus episode <laughs> or not your mama's news all at the same time. Amazing. It's amazing value. <laughs> Let me uh, go into Twitter. So in the show, Not Your Mama's News, we bring to you cutting edge news stories from around the world that you may not have heard of as the intro informed you. Uh so if you're if you're ready, Justin, I think well, you're going to kick us off. I don't know if we're if, if we're ever going to be ready, but here's a great segue for wor worldwide news um, coming out of you from the shithole countries known as New York and California. Uh, from Yahoo. But we love the citizens that love us in New York and California. Yes. No, not until you get out of that shithole country. 
This is why we're not on YouTube. Uh, well, I, I have never mind. Uh, I, I won't say what I haven't said because that would be what I would say. So, mm -hmm. anyways, speaking of shithole countries, New York and California, they've lost a combined $92 billion in income as rich Americans escape to other states. And uh, then it just goes on to talk about where all the uh, people are heading to outside of where they're leaving California and New York for, uh, which, you know, number one, obviously, to uh, the sanctimonious state of Florida is mm -hmm. definitely the uh, big one there. But that just really cracks me them. up. Uh, man, yeah. and I actually was just recently in Florida for my first time ever. Gotta say, not impressed. It's hot, man. Yeah. It's, it's Florida. Yeah. Fuck that, Florida. That's the first time you've ever been to Florida? Yep. Yep. And you I've guys been, went down. Cuba's hotter, believe me. I've been to not. North Dakota. I've never been to Florida. <laughs> uh, where did you, you guys were down in uh, like Disney town, right? Uh, we went down to Miami. Miami. Oh, okay. It was, it was, ugh. But I will say that I've been lied to because I called so many people gay while I was in Florida and I never got arrested. I was promised that it is illegal to say gay in Florida. Well, <laughs> I'd say you're probably lucky then. Well, I don't know. I I, at this point, I say DeSantis is gay. He could be. Well, I know Jackie's down he's... in Florida all the time, and she's been arrested, what, three times for, for calling people gay? Right? Never. Well, I will say Never? DeSantis is no. certainly gay for Israel. Mm. Yeah, that seems to be the case. But in his defense, which one of our politicians aren't? Like, yeah, I don't know. Imagine if you heard about like Mitch McConnell going to Florida to camp or not Florida to Peru. Like, uh, Mitch McConnell goes to Peru to campaign for his senator or you know whatever position he holds. You go like, wait, what? Why would he be going to Peru to campaign for a U.S. election? But they all go to fucking Israel. Who is that? No one bats an eye. Oh, I was just giving the example of like if Mitch McConnell were to go to Peru to campaign, oh, oh. but they all go yeah. to Israel to campaign, and no one, no one bats an eye. Well, they're just, uh, you know, they're they got to get that Jewish vote going. But that's a that's a big electorate there. Yeah, it's uh, uh, apparently. It's more important than quite a few states. Now, would you say the people that have fled from New York for taxes is what you're saying the uh, the story was, right? Well, no, the story is just uh, that the two states have lost a combined $92 billion in income. Um, most likely, most of those people were fleeing due to 
COVID-related mandates would be my guess. I mean, it doesn't specifically state. I always thought that was because the, the you know the taxes and the regulatory well, socialist infrastructure caused people to flee those states. Well, here's the thing: they've had that same infrastructure up for how many decades? And people, how many times you're like, yeah, the taxes are high, but woo, the weather sure is great out here in California. Uh-huh. Uh I think a lot of people kind of work at like if I have to pay 40% taxes, I need to make 40% more money. And then the yeah. other side of the population is tax benefit receivers. So I think, yeah. you know, welfare and everything. But um, so data from the IRS found that New York state lost 25 billion and adjusted gross income from migration out of the state in 2021 and that's on top of the 20 billion the state lost in 2020 and the golden state lost 29 billion in 21 and 18 in 2020 uh totaling 92 billion and honestly if i'm being perfectly honest i would have expected it to be a little more yeah that does sound kind of low these days by you know, today's today's standards, my guess would money probably spends. Yeah, I might get my best guess is just like a, a lot of these people still have like homes there, like vacation homes. So yeah. they don't pay their income tax, but they're still paying you know twenty percent property tax on their twenty million dollar luxury home. Mm-hmm. And but on top of that, I mean, and I. I'm not sure if this article includes tax revenue from all the businesses that have been either shut down or moved to other states, or if it's just strictly related to the people that have moved to other states in their income. That'd be interesting to know. Yeah. Uh, that's. I'm sure that's got to be worked into it to get such a... I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a big number. $92 billion is a lot of money, but not by government standards. Right. Uh, I don't know. Let's and, you know. Is California. So California currently has a uh, debt of about $777 billion, Which is... Sheesh pretty substantial considering how much money they actually intake from taxes Hmm. let me get back here um so according to this article from yahoo finance the most reliable source there is on the internet uh you know that because when you go to search for something you yahoo it uh Yes. (laughs) So it says New Yorkers and Californians can't put all the blame on COVID-19 as migration from both states represents a growing trend that merely picked up speed during the pandemic. But it doesn't mention what the rate was beforehand. So it feels like one of those factual but not truthful things. Like, let you know, let's say California loses a net of, you know, a thousand people a year before COVID. And then after COVID, they're losing 15,000 a year. 
Just right. <laughs> sounds a little fishy to me. Um, but staggering numbers and uh, the taxpayers are mainly going to Florida, like I said, and the state, the state of Florida brought in an extra 39 billion in income for 2021, which is a 39 increase, 39% increase. I'm sorry. And, uh, most of those residents were from New York which doesn't really surprise me because I'm pretty sure most New Yorkers that could afford to move already had a home in Florida. And then, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, outside of Florida, I believe the next net income of migrants was uh, Texas. And it really seems like... Yeah, it seems like... It seems like Florida's holding up better than texas is like texas i don't think there are there's not as many like population centers in florida i don't think i think it's more spread out well i texas is the largest land mass in the united states no it's not (laughs) what's what what else is there canada alaska no, dude, like, can't, Alaska's like, it's not even, it's like down there with Hawaii. <laughs> it's the island nation of Alaska. Look at a map, libtard. Uh-huh. I'll do that. So, I mean, that that's about, you know, all I had there. Uh, it's actually, oddly enough, and slow news. Hmm. I haven't really seen a lot that that caught my eye, but if you are interested in the article, it will be posted in the show notes. And I, I just I can't. It, it real really feels like New York and California are going down the Bud Light road, where I really just don't see any redemption for them in any sort of near future. Hmm. They're 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 collapsing. They're collapsing in on themselves. I mean, yeah, that kind of looks like that. But you know what? They're going to be fine. They'll re- they'll they'll have. They're not going to go anywhere. Well, they might they maintain the status quo. They might have to. Um, I saw another article uh, about State Farm is no longer issuing new home insurance policies in california so they might not have much choice why the hell not uh it's just too expensive for them so the main reason quoted in the article was that it was the like wildfires and everything just the Mm -hmm. higher rate of natural disasters and then you got to remember, a uh, two-bedroom, one-bathroom is, you know, $600,000 out there. But No, more than that. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess it depends <laughs> on where you are. Yeah. But, I mean, but that's not really natural disasters. That's just bad natural planning. Like... Land management? Yeah. Like, if you cut down the old fucking trees that are timber you know they're gonna light up 
you throw a spark at it, you get less fires. I don't know. That's about all I got for us. Nothing, nothing too interesting. But it's okay. just going to be real interesting to watch these uh, states burn to the ground for my perch down here in Georgia. <laughs> we can hope. <laughs> uh, I've got a, speaking of shithole countries, I've got one out of Canada. Uh, good old Pinakistan. Uh, so they're ab about to be uh, starting on August 1st. Uh, all individual cigarettes are going to have uh, health warnings on them. Not just the packages. Not just a pack of cigarettes that'll have the, the awful pictures of dead babies and lung cancer on them that they do in other countries. But they'll also have every cigarette well, is going to have a message stamped on it, such as poison in every puff or tobacco smoke harms children and cigarettes cause cancer are going to be stamped on each individual cigarette. So, so not only do you get the toxins inside of the cigarette, but you get the you toxins get the in the ink. Exactly. That's on the cigarette. Well, that's nice of them. Yep. <laughs> That was that was my first thought too. So they're telling you there's chemicals in your there's toxic chemicals in your cigarettes by writing there's toxic chemicals in your cigarettes and toxic chemicals. Yes. That's there's a stupid a, rule. It's they're basically trying to kill the tobacco companies like that that have um Oh, I have a question though. That ha that uh, is going to have to remanufacture. They're going to have to like change their manufacturing with the way that those or add some additional machinery and stuff in there that automatically roll those cigarettes. Uh, my best guess would be that they're just gonna. I don't think it'd be that big of an issue for them to write a um, thing on a cigarette. So like. Yeah, I guess you got... can't really see it with my background, but this is the Lucky Strike cigarette, and it says right here it's base uh, Lucky. Yeah. Uh, and oh, most, so already, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. most cigarettes are already labeled to some extent. But that's but, on the filter part, not the part that uh, yeah, you're smoking. Yeah, they also put it at the very bottom where well, they most just have people to, won't smoke it, too. They just have to print the paper, and then when they roll it, it'll get... Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. But, so, are they going to have to do that on cigars as well, or just cigarettes? It just says cigarettes in the here, and mm -hmm. if if it's anything like, if in Canada it's anything like it is here, which maybe not, but cigarettes are always treated way differently than cigars. You know, that's They're because cigars you're supposed to just cut in half, get rid of all the tobacco, and put your weed in it. <laughs> no. <That's not> true. <laughs> I've got a quote here. Different cultures. Okay. Yeah. If we ever do stream live on YouTube, then Justin needs to go last because we can't say anything offensive for the first 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> I'm what? offended what? that you think I'm offensive. <laughs> That's offensive. He's not offensive at all. Never has Not been. to us. Not to us. But to all the weenie people out there. Well, fuck uh -huh. those fucking faggots. See, like that. <laughs> but anyways so here's so yes i obviously printing 
this cigarette contains toxic chemicals and toxic chemicals on cigarettes is really dumb. But, and I would be curious to see if there's actually been a study done on the impact that the images of like cancerous lungs and shit on packs of cigarettes have on deferring people from smoking. Because I'll say that when I went to, I think it was Hong Kong many years ago, that was the first time I saw where they have on the cigarette packs, like uh, pictures of like cancerous lungs and everything. And I was just like, oh, wow, that's really cool. I took a picture of it and I sent it to my mom. I was like, hey, look at what's on cigarettes over here. So it'd be really interesting to see uh, what kind of impact, if any, those messaging mm. pictures even even had. Yeah. I can't imagine I can't imagine really anything. Who's even gonna be looking at how often do you look at the word lucky on your cigarette before you smoke it? I mean, if I'm being honest, I did not know that the word lucky was there until I just <laughs> mentioned it. Exactly. Exactly. So people see it on the packaging way more often than would even notice it on a cigarette. I mean, honestly, I'd probably look at it the first few times just for a giggle. Yeah. Here's the thing. It's 2023. Us smokers know that smoking is bad for you. Yeah. Like, we know it's not stopping us. We enjoy smoking. That's why you do it. Right? Right. Like, I gave up all the fun stuff. Hello. Okay. Let's make sure of that. Yeah. No. All right. Let's topic topic number to three. Jackie one? does ASMR. AS, what's ASMR? Uh, autosomal meridian response. Oh. Something like that. Or in reality, it's where women speak into microphones very softly for men to jerk off to. Oh, gross. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I, uh, no, I, I realized I had... And it's not just talking. It's also like eating and, you know, making lip yeah. noises, all kinds of weird stuff. Oh, it's different. Weird. Okay. Different now, I just I'm... hadn't realized I didn't check my microphone at first. I figured I would check it really quick. Sorry. Different you know. strokes for different folks. Yeah, I've got a quote here from the a Canadian government guy. He says, this bold, this is still talking about the cigarettes with the writing on them. This bold step will make health warning messages virtually unavoidable. And together with updated graphic images displayed on the package, will provide a real and startling reminder of the health consequences of smoking. So, this is basically what I just said uh, when I first saw the cigarette pack that had like a uh, cancerous lungs on it. I was like, Oh wow, that's kind of cool. So I just Googled <laughs> um, like study, like, you know, what effect does this have on stopping people from smoking? And this is from yeah. uh, the Rand corporation, Rand.org. Oh, there are estimates. Oh, it, so it sounds, it sounds trustworthy to me. There are estimates of the potential impact, but almost no direct evidence for an actual effect on smoking. In fact, 
there's reason to believe graphic warning labels might have the opposite effect, making smokers feel defensive or causing non-smokers to become inattentive to anti-smoking messages. Fantastic. Good old government. Yep. All right. Uh, what? All right. What's? Uh, did you have a? You have a story, Jackie, don't you? I do. You want me to go next? Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. All right. Great. Okie dokie. This is something that Ism Can't had actually posted, and I was like, "Ooh, I gotta see that," because I always, everyone knows, I love a great conspiracy. Okay. So. Palantir, the special ops tech giant that wields as much real power, world power as Google. Um, let's see here. Basically, their stock has gone up. So who is the C who is Palantir? Palantir is a data technology organization that was created in 2003. Uh, Peter Thiel, which was the founder of PayPal. Um, mm. And as well as Nathan Gettings, Joe Lonsdale, Stephen Cohen, and some guy named Alex Karp. Uh, they found it in 2003. And this was actually backed by the CIA. It was built with CIA funding. It's known for three projects in particular. And basically, they're all over the world, United States, um, uh, United States Department of Defense, United States Intelligence Community, and... The Recovery, Accountability, and Transparency Board, which, by the way, Palantir is um, like a Fort Knox style type of thing where everything is through blockchain and nobody knows who has any of the keys or anything like that um, about that organization. So anyways, that's who Palantir is and you should do your own research on them. But they basically, uh, their stock prices ever since... Uh, they started uh, investing into Ukraine. Their stock prices have started to go up. Um, it says uh, their shares are trading higher Thursday after Russia-Ukraine tensions got worse. They've now invaded Ukraine and declared war. Palantir is a data company that was used to help locate Osama bin Laden, in 2011, and its stock may climb in anticipation of its technology being used during the conflict in the Ukraine. It's seeing bullish movement after the invasion of Ukraine. The stock is heading higher and trying to push back up to support what traders call a falling wedge pattern. Um, so basically, uh, they're investing in the Ukraine war and they're benefiting from it as well. So Black Pill... Mm -hmm. Over the last 12 months, Palantir is up 73.8%. Yeah. White Pill, over the last two years, it's down 36.2%. That's because they don't generate any revenue. And uh, they have a uh, uh, short share percentage of almost 8%. So 8% yeah. of all people that own shares of palantir believe that it is going to fall someone that i know i believe that but, but someone i know that is a part of the alphabets that's never confirmed it 
uh, with me, but I just know that they are. I had said something about Palantir and they were like, what do you know about that? Because nobody knows that that organization even exists. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, that's a CIA backed organization. Well, I know you should be familiar with them is what I said. Did I she, said, you should be familiar with them. Did she confirm that? Huh? <laughs> I don't, I'm not saying whether it was a female or a male. So, okay. or, if or if they're on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> they're yeah, definitely right. not on this podcast <laughs> i'm saying i said this to somebody else not uh -huh. i'm not i wasn't looking in a mirror talking to myself do you know who palantir hey, you should know who palantir is i don't know what women do on their own time <laughs> <laughs> i oh hey if anything just be happy i'm on your as side as far as as now. far as i can i'm concerned when i picture women spending time on their own they're just sitting there playing with their kids like oh man this is great that's what i do <laughs> yeah <laughs> what were you about to ask before justin i'm sorry oh no i was just gonna say like wish i would have bought some palantir sock back in january and got those 130 percent yeah. gains yeah that would have been nice that would have been nice um so it says in another article in the guardian it says palantir the cia backed startup is minority pro report come true minority report come true it's an all-powerful yet no one knows it even exists it does not have an office it has a skiff on a back street in palo alto california and skiff stands for sensitive compartmentalized information facility its building must be built to be resistant to attempts to access the information within the network must be a um a graped uh air air gapped the hell am I reading? The network must be air gapped from the public internet to prevent information leakage. Leakage. So everyone thinks, oh yeah, like Peter Thiel, he's such, he's a Republican, he's a conservative, he's for the people, just like they think with Elon Musk. But then you have these guys colluding with the CIA on the back end, asking for all of your information. So he got everybody's banking on information, data private info and i guarantee he took that when he sold paypal to the company that owns ebay and utilized that built data built and turned it over to palantir because he had the way that people spent their money stuff that they bought places that they shop a bunch of um i mean uh information yes yeah. but also they already had all that information from facebook plugins Huh. probably yep from from playing. but still yeah like it but but paypal was pre all that stuff in the beginning because they were really like more like an ebay when ebay was more popular before even like all the social media and stuff they so they started really gathering that data first i would think right yeah i mean Someone got a visitor. I would say that <laughs> I before really Facebook was a thing, and Kyle might have more input on this because he has a little bit, uh, a few extra years on me. But I feel like when PayPal really started becoming more mainstream, that was already in the age of social media. Mm, when PayPal maybe. did, yeah, when 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 everyone started when started becoming something that. It, everyone uses 
And that was uh, called got big. De- December of 1998 is when it was created. That's when yeah, PayPal was created. Yeah, I don't. PayPal founded December of 1998. I don't think it was mainstream for at least another decade, though. It's kind of like yeah. the Bitcoin early adopters. And it was sold to eBay in October of 2002. That's and it's no longer 1.5 billion. It's no longer associated with eBay. It isn't. No, they no. don't have the. Well, they disconnected eBay, a while back. eBay owns PayPal, doesn't it? Still. Maybe, but they don't have. If you have an eBay account, you they no longer have that PayPal association where your money that you get goes directly into your PayPal account. Like they don't use PayPal anymore. Mm. Yeah, I think you can still buy stuff with PayPal, but when you sell stuff, they don't. They just want you to connect it straight to your, to a bank account. Nowadays. Mm. Okay. Or that's well, been my experience anyway. I think I just I linked my eBay to my PayPal, but my PayPal is linked to my bank account. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. That's how it works. Yeah. So all right. It's, it's, <laughs> Anyhow. It's like because now that's we're in like 2023, people are like, hey, can you Venmo me? It's like I can PayPal, yeah. That was funny. Um so I, I went on this kind of beer tour thing with my brother and some of our friends uh, I don't know, a month or two ago. And it, it was an expensive, well, I mean, it wasn't that expensive, but everybody had to chip in to, to buy the, you know, we rented a fur bus to head through Atlanta and stuff. And so we all had to, you know, buy it. And a handful of people, you know, didn't have cash. They wanted to pay with uh, Venmo. Right. And my brother was is so stubborn with that kind of stuff. He's like, I'm not, I don't have Venmo and I'm not going to install it. And I don't, you know, I just give me some money. And uh, yeah. And, uh, and I was like, all right, I'll just do it. So while we're standing there at one of the breweries we we're at, I just installed it, made an account. And I was like, okay, I've got Venmo now. If you guys want to pay me instead of my brother, <laughs> that'll work. And then, I don't know. It's just, it's so easy. Venmo's PayPal. Is it PayPal? It's PayPal. PayPal uh, owns Venmo. It's the same thing. Now they've got two of me, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Now they have two of you. So then everyone just paid you instead? Yeah. And it was. Yeah, it's about time. Shit, Kyle. What? We've been trying to get you to download one of those forever. (laughs) It took beer to get you to do it. <laughs> well, it was it was it was getting I could sense the way to the man's amongst, heart. The way to the man's yeah, heart. Yeah, I, I, I was sensing friction in the group because my brother was getting agitated because nobody had any cash and he wasn't getting paid and and they're like, dude, just just open a Venmo account. And he's like, No, I'm not doing that. I'm like, no, so, just open a PayPal account. So I had to be the the peacekeeper, I guess. I don't know. That's good. So at the top of the Rumble app is the Union of the Unknowns logo. Oh, cool. Saying that we're live, which is great. 
I thought you were flashing us your bank account info. I was, yeah, I was about to say, you're going to no. dox yourself? No, you don't want to see any negatives. You guys might get sad. Don't I don't want to make you guys sad. So, um, okay. All right. So, we're so, anyways, that's the evils of Palantir. So, we'll have some links in there. But people definitely should look at some background uh, information on that. And it's one of our last nums. Uh, I believe we spoke about Palantir as well on one of our other episodes. I can't remember which one, but it was one. So of you them. pronounce it numbed and Kyle pronounces it Newman. Yeah. Newman. <laughs> I never Newman. once, I never once looked at N-U-M-N and tried to pronounce it as a word. Well, here's your chance. How do you pronounce it? Not your mama's news. No. <laughs> that's highly inefficient i so, you know i have another story if you guys want to hear go for one. it <clears throat> yeah oh did you already do a story i did i did the canadian with the cigarettes oh that was yours what oh, was no. justin's oh justin had a different justin one. Was oh, saying, my bad. okay uh california and new york are a couple of shithole countries and nobody wants to live there oh okay all yeah. right Oh, my bad. I, okay. that, I'm not even really saying that. The numbers are saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I've got one from one of those shithole countries from New York. Um, they've they've outlawed uh, discriminating against fat people or people that are too tall or too short. Moo. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, literally, they 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 signed a bill uh, that says uh, I'm not. I haven't memorized this article yet, so bear with me. Well, what's funny about that is uh, I had actually just saw a story uh, from New Zealand where yeah. they were going to start weighing their passengers for planes. And at first I was like, thank God, yes, this is brilliant. Let's everyone have a ticket price related directly to how much we weigh. Yeah. Because the more you weigh, the more jet fuel it takes, the more money it costs. So why should... An 80 pound, you know, woman be paying the exact same thing as uh, some heifer that takes up three seats. So this law bans weight and height discrimination in the workplace and housing and in pub and access to public accommodations. So so if Fatty McFatfat can't fit through the door of a business, the business is then required to tear down the door and widen it or shut down the business. I don't know, but I bet this is going to be an end to those, uh, you know, rotating doors they have on fancy hotels. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even going to hate that. You ever <laughs> tried those things blackout? Yes. Drunk? 
Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, but they always have. They have the other doors that you could just go straight through along with the rotating doors. I, that, I don't know what's the point of having both, but I think the rotating doors save on the air conditioning yeah, and stuff, right? right? Isn't that the purpose of them? Well, I, I think it it's save the, on air conditioning when it's open 33% of the time. I think that I, I think that's, that's more of a be giving people an efficient means of egress and ingress constantly. Like when it's rush hour and people are streaming in to go to work and when they're streaming out to come home and everything, I think that just makes it easier for people to, to get in. And I don't think as I'm sure those doors were around before there was air conditioning, you know, mm. but uh, uh, the worst, the worst part of those doors is when there's just something's wrong with them and they're just spinning slow as hell. Standing there with your luggage, trying to get out of the airport, taking like mm -hmm. tiny little baby steps. Or people that miss the, the exit, <laughs> they have to go around again. All right. So here's a funny quote. Uh, okay. So this person, I, I don't know if this is he or she identifies as. Or they or them or Z or, or they. Tigress Osborne is this person's name. Heads the National Association to Advance Fat Acceptance. Said Friday, okay, that she's, quote, thrilled with the city for the example it's setting and that the new law will, quote, ripple across the globe. <laughs> mm. It's going to ripple it, across the globe because you can have fat people ripple. running around. We can't legislate attitudes, but we can do everything that's in our power to ensure that people are treated equally. Well, if someone's well, that, three times bigger than me, does that mean they deserve three times more dignity? I think that probably means they need to share the food that they eat with you. So both of you have an equal amount of food. You know, it's crazy. It's I, I wouldn't say I intermittent fast because... I drink monsters every morning. But I usually only eat once a day. And it takes a surprisingly small amount of food to fill me up for the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really like if you have like your chicken or whatever, it's supposed to be your palm. Is what it's supposed to I, like. I think, the size of your... I think you misunderstood whatever statistic you were quoting there. I don't think so. There's something else know, you do with your palm when you have a chicken. Does it uh, give you hairy palms? And make <laughs> That's funny. It, what just popped up on my on my phone says new active energy trend. New active energy. Choking There's been a chicken? change in your average. <laughs> That's no. not new. New active energy trend. There's been a change in your average calorie, calories burned per day. That was on my heart monitor thing. Ah. Uh, let's see here. Jackie, you're getting fatter. It's probably, that's probably what it's saying. It's a, okay. Uh, Democrat. You're flatlined. <laughs> a Democrat who represents uh, parts of upper Manhattan called the city's new law, a monumental advancement for civil rights. You know what we need? A national association for the advancement of obese people. NAAOP. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, 
was the play on the NAACP? I I have nothing but respect for all people of any race, gender, culture, lifestyle, however you want to describe it. But what I don't like are laws that that end that that make discrimination illegal, that outlaw discrimination. I think it, that is a bad idea. Well, discrimination is worked into the Constitution via freedom of association. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's if you if you own land, you should be able to dictate the rules on that land. You said and, <laughs> yeah, I did. And if you allow businesses to operate on your land, you should be able to say you should be the one that's telling them what their rules have to be if they want to rent space on your land. So if you want to discriminate because say maybe you're a. Um, so what uh, you're saying is my neighbor can just get a shed and start building a meth lab in their backyard. I, I would be more okay with that than this law that they passed in New York. I'd also be okay with that. The advantage is what happens is what Monica talks about is that say there is like an organization or a company that has the discrimina their discrimination, discriminating against fat people, different, you know, weird genders, alleged man-made genders and stuff like that, or skin color or you know whatever or even real women like maybe it's all trans people that own the store and they're being you know discriminating against women that were born with a vagina uh -huh. and so women real women could be like you know god-given born women can be like you know hey fine my husband won't even shop there even though you think he's hot He's not going to shop there either because we don't like the fact you're discriminating against, you know, his beautiful wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can do stuff like that. Monica doesn't give that specific analogy, <laughs> but she does say, <laughs> so let me not say that that's me, but, but she does say that, you know, that the public will be the ones to decide if they're going to want to do business yeah. with that organization or not. And most likely if someone is going to be an a-hole, right? Mm -hmm. That people are going to boycott it. And they're going to be like, no, we're not going to shop there. And then they're either going to have to change their stupid ways, or they're going to go out of business and die. Or if wow. they're able to Did you just threaten death to uh, these businesses. No, their businesses are going to die out, not their body or their, what humans. if their business no. is their livelihood, Jackie? Well, then they shouldn't be a-holes and be nicer to people and stop discriminating. Yeah, you know, I they're either I agree. And uh, but, you know, there's going to be a segment of businesses that thrive because of whatever discriminatory policies they have, you know? Yeah. And OK. And, and then so be and it. So because of just that's just the culture in the area. And I think when you ban discrimination like that, you're destroying a local culture as as evil as you might think it may be and as wrong you know whatever the the modern uh you know take on society is that would condemn whatever their discriminating behavior is you're mm -hmm. you're killing that culture 
you're and and it's it, it may not sound like bad thing but it, it kind of is you know because it, it it doesn't stop there you destroy that little culture but then you come up with something else that gets wiped out and then pretty soon you're centralizing all of the cultures into this big dumb so, neutral thing they should just let people be people so and yeah, stop worrying about exactly. it and let people choose where they want to go and whatever they want yeah. to do i mean that's what freedom let's is. not forget the issue that discrimination laws cause discrimination so they for, are inherently discriminatory well for example there's a story out of the shithole country of new york city a black woman wins uh 11 and a quarter million dollars in a discrimination case against equinox gym uh, so she says uh basically that she was fired because she's black equinox yeah. says she was fired because she's been late something like 50 like 57 times uh, it, it was over 20 percent of her work days that she was late so she sued won over 11 million dollars so now when equinox is going to hire their next employee do you think that they're gonna hire a black person and risk getting sued for another 20 million dollars if they lose the case because they say that no. it's discrimination I did they not have their documentation in place to say that she's been written up and all this stuff to protect themselves oh. with how with how often she's been late so with, you know whole, not verbal write-ups but you let me pause you right there because i see where you're going with this and you can't use logic in these shithole countries yeah <clears throat> was it was she found was she provided this money based off of a judge or a jury uh that is a good you know? question i believe it was a jury well it's a jury of her peers right so it also depends of how they pick their jury pool and all that stuff as well so but you know if that company did not have if they weren't you know documenting everything properly then that's a lesson learned to them and she got over on them i mean i it's equinox is a massive massive company i can't imagine that they wouldn't have good hr practices um but since we do have a few minutes left i can delve a little bit deeper into the story uh please do so fitness trainer and former bodybuilder robin europe is the lady's name equinox if you guys aren't familiar is a luxury fitness chain it's really targeted for rich people and from what I understand, it's mainly used as a hookup spot for gay men, uh, at least the steam rooms. Mm. Uh, so right. she worked as a personal trainer between 2019, 2018 and 2019 and was fired in 2019 uh, over the company's claim that she was regularly late to work. And in response to her firing, Europe filed a lawsuit in Manhattan Federal Court in September of 22 and claimed she was subjected to a hostile work environment and was fired because of her race and gender. And then, you know, yada, 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 gyms are sexist, racist, yada, yada, yada. Uh, 
The New York Times piece details Europe's case. It includes allegations that a manager who reported Europe made negative comments about black women and their bodies. Uh, and she also alleged the manager called employees who weren't white lazy. Europe testified that these instances, along with her intense issues at the gym, caused her severe emotional and physical distress. Which, <clears throat> if she's late 20% of the days she's working... It sounds like he has somewhat of a basis for saying these things had he said them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, hold on. I'm going to go on to Twitter. I'm going on to Twitter and just saying, but I ha I responded, then I decided I needed to delete the response. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez press release. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Maybe this is the AOC press uh oh this is the parody i'm calling elon musk okay never mind i was i can never mind never mind i'm being stupid okay i was the one being stupid all right never mind making so anyway so it says i'm calling on elon musk to permanently suspend aoc press parody account making fun of someone as important as me should never be allowed in a free society i was like that doesn't make sense as it's a free what? society but what yeah but this bitch. is the parody no, 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 but it's not her. That's what I thought at first, oh, but, it's the, oh, okay. but it's the actual parody account saying that they should suspend themselves. And, I, and at first I wrote, I can't believe how stupid you are. That's the whole point. But then I was like, let me delete this. And then I read it and I was like, oh no, this is on the own parody account itself. <laughs> I'm like, I'm stupid. So, <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm stupid. So I am actually familiar with what you're speaking of. And oh, really? that tweet is in response to the real AOC saying fyi there's a fake account on here impersonating me and going viral the twitter ceo has engaged it bo boosting it visible boost ceo has engaged it boosting visibility it is releasing false policy statements and gaining spread i am assessing with my team how to move <laughs> forward in the meantime be careful of what you see and i saw that because i get Reddit mail sent to my uh, spam account. And when I'm bored, I, you know, give it a quick scroll for some chuckles. And uh -huh. this was posted in r slash white people Twitter. Uh, and my God, if you ever wondered what copium is, go give it a look. There's people straight up calling for uh, the parody account owners to be arrested for impersonating a civil authority and yada 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 and it's just twitter speaking of shithole countries reddit is a shithole country <laughs> it absolutely is like I, it's okay isn't can't like your Twitter profile, like your picture is absolutely hilarious. I just can't with you. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh it's, my gosh. It's Tucker, hilarious. isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's Tucker Carlson. It's his dumbfounded face. And I've actually had people tweet at me and like, oh, I can't even take you seriously, you dumb uh, MAGA right wing Republican fucking uh, Carlson watcher. And I just reply back. I've and I I still have never seen an episode of Tucker Carlson, but you have to have a single digit IQ 
to not see that dumbfounded face like that is the perfect image for twitter <laughs> it's the perfect it's, image for it's twitter. like he's he it's like a, a who farted look on his face when he's listening to people talk or i, I think it's part- more like i can't believe this these farts coming out of your face hole <laughs> oh my gosh do you want to hear something that's even funnier is in twitter i searched aoc and the alexandria ocasio cortez press release parody account was the first one that came up but baby that's because i'm following it and then the second one was was at her actual account good old dennis oh no uh, dennis uh the union dennis. account is following it yeah dennis strikes again <laughs> dennis. Mm. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I don't know She's... if when did that I don't know if Dennis is one person, a group of people, or what, but it is impressive. October third. Join 2018. They started the parody account in 2018. Could be Dennis. And it has be Dennis. It has 317,000, her parody accounts, the parody account Uh, on her started, it has 317,000 followers. Well, the funny thing with her parody account is that they constantly post just absolutely retarded shit and people continuously fall for it because the shit that AOC says is just as retarded, if not more so. Does does AOC still tweet st- stuff? Oh yeah. Okay, I thought maybe all those uber leftist people were. Oh, uh, I doubt. Know, I doubt. Twitter, I right? doubt she actually posts. I, I'm sure it's her staffers. But that's a good maybe. point. My favorite. That's hilarious. My favorite thing was when someone. Well, my absolute favorite thing was. A couple days ago on Twitter, people were posting videos of Target from the Black Lives Matter riots going, look at these fucking terrorist right-wingers. This is what they're doing to boycott Target. And just the comments of both sides were just hysterical. (laughs) And I don't remember what I was going to say before that. That was actually somewhat relevant. Oh my gosh, someone's replied to her and said, if your followers are too dumb down to be able to recognize this as a parody, they deserve to be misled. This is a matter of basic due diligence. In free speech, nothing is violated here. This appears to be nothing more than a, a petty effort to stop a more popular account. No, they shouldn't have <laughs> tweeted that. Oh my gosh. You, If you see something like that and you realize it's a troll... You should not say anything and just let the troll keep trolling. Oh my gosh. AOC has an absolute meltdown over a parody account and accidentally gets it 200,000 new followers overnight. Wow. <laughs> now she's threatening to leave Twitter. Oh, I don't think any of us would be sad about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> they're, they're not, none of them are going to leave. None of them will leave Twitter. It's still the biggest social media communications network ever well now that, was, that yeah. was another one of the things that they were talking about on r slash white people twitter was oh elon's you know he's running the company into the ground and no one's ever going to use it and they can't even get real information anymore 
could they get real information before <laughs> they could get their no. their retarded left-wing antifa information curated for well, them i'm sure they could still get that if they wanted to yeah but now they have to get it while also sorting through uh dennis trolling everyone so, uh, so i i tried looking up this dennis guy and i've you know i found a definition of it on you know uh urban dictionary and it kind of sounds like you know calling like using the 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 chad or whatever terms you know like it's like it's another name for a description of a stereotype of a person is that right or is this a complete a different type a different dennis i don't know and i feel weird saying this but this might actually be a better question for ashley um because i am like brand new to twitter uh on that note uh follow me at ism can't if you want to see a bunch of hate speech but hilarious hate speech mind you uh but just anything you see labeled dennis give it a look-sees and it's probably gonna be hilarious okay what's fa facebook no no oh okay fucking around <laughs> Oh, there you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Great. I, Our comments are not showing up though in the in this system though. I learned a new one today. Kaido, K Y D O, knock your dick off. Oh my god! Like goodness. man, that kick was so good it'll knock your dick off. <laughs> a lot better than Newman and Numman. That's good. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Utah's. Utah's. All right, you guys. Are you ready? I'm ready to time. go. I'm going to go light a fire with my dad. I don't know why right. I uh, thought that sentence was right, so with, like, with my farts. Bonfire. All right. Thank you guys right. for tuning in to another episode of Nacho Mamba's News. By Union of the Unknowns. Yes. Please like and subscribe Thank and you, follow Jackie. us and share our stuff. And please also go to unionoftheunknowns.com to follow all of our streams. And then next time, like and comment on any of our live chats. But if you want to get any of our amazing bonus content, you guys kind of got an example of some of the silly bonus content that we have on this live right here. Um, but you'll have to go to our Rockfin account or subscribe to us um, through Spotify. And you'll be able to get access to all of our exclusive bonus content and our commercial free content as well. Yes. And on the Spotify, you. if you subscribe to us on Spotify, you don't have to have Spotify. They will give you a RSS feed and you can plug that into any podcatcher software that you like to use. And then that, then you can listen to us that way. So you can get a Apple because people hate Android. What? Who? I'm just kidding. Nobody hates <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. At any rate, thank you, Jackie. Thank you, Justin. I'm Keel Thor. Thank you, listeners and viewers. The few live stream viewers. I know you're out there. Thank you for watching and listening. <laughs> we are the Union of the Unknowns, and we are out. And join us. Bye -bye. Join us next week so we can knock your dicks off. 
That's the spirit. <laughs> Not Your Mama's News has been a production of the Union of the Unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks.